Well, everybody, your two favorite hosts of the No Notes podcast. We're still we're still gunning it. We are super excited. This is episode 13. And I told Matt I was gonna bring some for the intro, and he's gonna appreciate this when he sees it. But it's episode 13. I know it's backwards, <laughs> but shout out to Steve Nash, our favorite player. He wore episode or he wore number 13 in Phoenix. So and Dallas too, but you know, anyways, uh, he switched when he went to the Lakers, but yeah, his Laker days are forgotten. Anyways, episode 13, lucky number 13. We're super excited to dive into really a recap of all the games that happened last night and just all yesterday's. And there was a lot that happened and we got a lot to talk about regarding football because there were some good games. And then there was also some pretty concerning games for some teams and, yeah, Matt, do you want to say anything before we start? Really um, I'll just, before we get into the NFL stuff, I'll just read you, like, the college football stuff. Cause oh, you want to? I, oh. I know, like, the I know the most, or most of the show today is going to be NFL, but I do think we should touch on some of the college we football can, yeah, games, well, though. I will say, before you jump into that, though, uh, we have an Instagram, so go follow that link in the description, at No Notes Podcast where you should go check us out because you can find little clips of our episodes on the Instagram when we post. So yeah, make sure to check them out. And also don't forget tomorrow, AKA Tuesday, we're doing our second episode of the fantasy football podcast, which is audio only. Make sure to check that out. Matt, take it away with college football, which by the way, yeah, I actually, I made, I fulfilled my promise to you. I did watch, I watched a good chunk of the – I watched the end of the A&M Colorado game. I watched that, like, almost whole fourth quarter. I watched a good amount of the Iowa-Iowa State game, like mm-hmm. a, a decent – I think about a quarter's worth, and then I watched one possession of the BYU-Utah game, which Utah scored. That was the only time I watched it, which is kind of funny. But, yeah, so I made that promise to you. But, yeah, you go ahead and you jump into it. Yeah, so Cusper was great. Um the first game of the day that was big was Oregon and Ohio State. Um, I think every – people who listen to this podcast, I don't know, they, they should know, I guess because they like sports probably, that Oregon won 35-28 at Ohio State, which is funny because they're calling it O-H-N-O instead of O-H-I-O, so kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but Oregon beat them. And now they're ranked number four in the country, which is really mm. fun because I'm a big Oregon fan, so I'm happy for that. Um, it was a great game. Offenses looked good. There was good defense possessions. Um, it just felt like a really good college football game. Like, it just felt great. Um, and then after that, you had Iowa, Iowa State. And Iowa, their defense just shut Iowa State down. Um, great defense. It's the fifth year in a row that Iowa won. And then Colorado almost. Yeah, I, I saw Iowa moved, up, Iowa moved up to five after the win. So, yeah, Iowa moved up to number five. They jumped up. Texas A&M barely beat Colorado, which is a little surprising. And then at the end of the night, uh, BYU beat Utah to end that streak of nine games, thankfully. So they won 26 17. And then BYU um, is ranked number 23 now. And they they're going to play Arizona State this weekend, um, who's ranked number 19. But it's at which, Provo, and I'll actually be there at that game. So. Which, man, BYU's got a juice schedule. Which, uh, we, when I asked you about this, you said you would root for which team is doing better. 
And technically, Arizona State is doing better. So is that who you're rooting for? Or are you just going to be like one of those fans who's like scores on every – basically, whatever happens, you'll be happy for it. You'll cheer. Uh, I think kind of whatever happens is happy. But I think I might cheer for BYU just so that way – You don't um, get beat up by the fans. Well, no, not that. But just so that way, like, everyone knows that BYU isn't a fluke. And I think also, too, the reason I'm rooting for BYU is because – um, the Pac-12 didn't give them a chance. And so be like, hey, screw you. We're in the Big 12 now. So, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing maybe. I don't know. But if, but if, Arizona, State, really want both. if Arizona State wins, you're not going to be mad, basically, because that's one of your other teams. Or will you Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I won't be mad. So no. it's it's really a, a win-win. It's kind of – it was basically me with the Bucks and Suns. It's like it was a win-win no matter what, but I still had a little bit of an edge for – the uh you know the box for me because of some reasons and it's like you you have a little bit of an edge for BYU but if yeah. Arizona State wins you're still happy that's one of your teams so you can't be you can't be mad at that. yeah but like if like if Oregon plays Arizona State I root for Oregon what about Oregon and BYU mm, man that'd be a good mm, game probably Oregon you think you think Oregon would would beat BYU probably oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, I'm not like, I'm not gonna say. I mean, or I don't know. Depending on the day, I'd say about 95 out of 100 times you play the game, yes, BYU loses. What about? But, I mean, that's why you play the game. What about Arizona State? Who do you think is winning? Early predictions. Uh, I think BYU wins. Okay. Just because Arizona State hasn't played anyone as good. Right. Um, they played UNLV and Weber State. Right. And supposedly Utah had the best O-line and D-line in the Pac-12. That's what, like, the writer said that before the season started. And if that's the case, BYU kind of shut that down. And so it's like, well, if that's the case, then that might not be good for ASU. And so so we'll see. Um, I do think Oregon is better. Um, I don't know. I can't – I don't really have any favorites to my four favorite teams. It's They're all favorites. You know, it's just – I don't know. It just depends on the day. Like, if BYU is playing Michigan in March Madness, I probably would root for BYU. You know? Yeah, and it's still just funny how, like, I know I had to bring it up, but in last year's March Madness, past year's March Madness, how UCLA knocked out both BYU and Michigan on their road to the um, Final yeah. Four. That's got to sting. Well, you know. It is what things, it is, though. But it is what it is, exactly. It's such a good feeling, though. And, like, this last year's, past year's finals was, like, Unbelievable! It's like I I know it's it's a little different because like mine was the championship of the respective sport. You know, this is a regular season game, but there's still implications. But like whenever you have like your two teams going at it like that, like your two favorite teams, it just uh, I don't know. It, it was like it's such a good feeling, and it, I mean it was it was just awesome to like just watch the whole finals and just be yeah, just be like you know I'm just a fan of basketball really in the long run, even though I was rooting more for the Bucks if I had to pick a team, but it just still felt, you know, it's, it's such a good feeling. So I know you're going to have a blast uh, at the game this weekend. Yes, yes I'll be wearing will. both. I'll be wearing ASU and BYU stuff. So in other news, though, Missouri State football won in Central Arkansas. <laughs> they, they won, you know, and, you know, we actually only lost Oklahoma State by seven, by the way. I mean, oh, now, really? Oklahoma State isn't like – that good but like we only lost by seven mm-hmm. 23 to 16 
Oh, not bad. Our team, Oklahoma State our team is better. Is, yeah, our team is decent for the. How conference. much did they beat? Central Arkansas, Arkansas by though. Nine. They want they scored forty three. It was forty three to thirty four. They really scored a lot, but their defense gave up a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm not really like a Missouri State football fan still, but since it is where I graduated from, I, I gotta at least follow them up. Yeah. So well, I'm just happy that BYU beat Utah for the first time <laughs> in nine years, or not nine years, in nine times or twelve years. So it's been twelve years to beat them. The last one was in two thousand nine. So. Yeah. Yeah, going in, I, I thought Utah was – of course, I picked them, though, and I, I picked that more out of, like, I just want to go against you, honestly. But when I was kind of watching the game, I, I didn't think Utah was that impressive. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, I, mean, my I, think, picks... I think BYU's going to win this game after watching. Even when they scored, I was like, I think BYU's controlling this game a lot more. I mean, the picks that we did between the three big games, I picked Oregon – and then I picked Iowa State, who lost, but then I picked BYU. So, I mean, I you went did. two for three. So, I, I mean, that's I not picked, bad. I picked Oregon, too. I did pick Oregon. You did. And you did. They, yeah, they really took it to them. I know they only won by seven, but they were up, what, by – was it 14. Eight? Oh, I thought – oh, okay, it was 14. I thought they were up, like, yeah. 28 to seven. Maybe it was 28-14. No, it was 28-14 at one okay. point, and then it was 35-21 at one point. So, yeah, they, they – yeah. So, yeah, hi. What about uh, this upcoming week? Are there any games that we should Um, mark down? There's Alabama and Florida. That'll be good. And then there's Penn State and Auburn. And then BYU, Arizona State. Those are the three, like, ranked games this week, I believe. So, Right. Right. Man, when did UCLA jump to 13 in the polls? This past week, because they beat they beat LSU and they beat Hawaii, so they're two and zero. Yeah, well, they've got a pretty good basketball team this cup going year too as well. But mm-hmm. dang, all right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about with college football before we move? No, on that's that? that's pretty much it. There's not. I mean, I think whenever the season gets more into swing, you know, week six, seven, eight, nine. I mean, that's whenever we can start talking about the football playoff, all that kind of stuff. But so far, it's been pretty good i mean fun to have it back and stuff so i mean yeah i mean i was pretty happy that i because i was busy with like a homework assignment so i was kind of just chilling in the living room and i was like well this is a perfect time to watch college football because i was in there by myself and so i turned it on and i'm glad i did because it was honestly it was pretty fun to watch I, i didn't think i'd really like it compared to the nfl but i know it's a it's different in a sense from the nfl but at the end of the day it's still football you know, and so yeah. like, it's still the same game. And so, like, it was entertaining. And, you know, that you forget there's, like, a band still in, in college and, and cheerleaders and all that stuff. Like, that's not in the NFL. So it's cool to hear, like, the band, you know, playing stuff all the time when, you know, like, I, and, I mean, that Texas A&M-Colorado game was, I know A&M barely survived, and they might not be that good, but that was a, a really good, like, those are the kind of, especially in football, those are the kind of moments that really, can like grab you as a, as a viewer whenever you know it's like a, a drive in the fourth quarter to like take the lead and you know plus they had already driven down the field and then he fumbled right at the goal line and so they could have would have scored there but they didn't so then they came back down again with the backup quarterback you know because the I guess their starter got injured that was really cool so that was probably my favorite moment of watching college football this this past week I thought that was 
That's cool. And yeah, I'll maybe I'll, I'll watch it again this week. We'll see. Maybe I'll watch the BYU, maybe I'll watch the BYU Arizona State game, but I don't know, man. It's a, it'll be a good one. Yeah, it will be. I don't know if I want to watch watch that BYU crowd again. <laughs> it's, it's super hectic. Anyways, now we will jump into the NFL, which I watched like all day yesterday. And I probably need to like work out in the morning or something because <laughs> I got like so lazy watching football all day and I just felt like tired after. And I'm like, man, I need to like keep my blood flowing or something or do a workout in the morning because I just felt so tired after watching football all day. But it was really fun to see week one. Super excited to have it back. And thanks to your YouTube TV, we were able to enjoy a couple of the games that were on. So thank you for that. <laughs> but yeah, what do you, what are your kind of, who, I guess we, I could ask you, what were your biggest takeaways from yesterday? Give me just yeah, a couple. I wasn't, I wasn't able to watch as much as I wanted to because I was driving back home from New Mexico um, for a funeral, from a, from a funeral. Um, but the games that I were, I was able to kind of follow and watch were more the afternoon and then the night game, um, between the bears and Rams. Um, but my takeaways were, um, the Jaguars look like crap. Um, (laughs) just for, just for reference, and you probably, if you're listening to this, you probably know the score, but if you don't, the Jaguars lost to the Texans of all teams, 31 or 37 to 21. So, um, and it really should have been 37 7 14 to 14 because they scored in garbage time. So, like I said, look like crap. And then um, the Packers, I don't know where the F their team went. Like, next thing I know, I see it and it's like, it's like, because, you know, I'm following because I have Devonta Adams on my team and then, you know, it's whatever. Um, but next thing I know, it's, you know, it's 14 3, 21 3, 28 3, 31 3. And then 38 to three is the final. I'm like, I thought this team had Aaron Rodgers on, on it. I was like, wait, what happened? But at the same time, the Buccaneers did lose to the Saints team 38 to three in week nine, I believe. And they still in the Super Bowl, you know? So it's not like, I mean, this is just week one, right? So this is like our overreaction, right? To everything, right? But 38 three, I did not expect that from the Packers. Um, I thought the Saints defense was good. But their mm-hmm. offense was actually pretty decent with Jameis Winston, and he played really well, um, which I I think is good. Um, yeah, he had then, the uh, he had the most five touchdowns. That was the most amount of touchdowns with the fewest amount of yards because he only threw for 148 yards. I saw yeah, that as a stat. So mm-hmm. That's efficient, you know. Very efficient. Um, my team lost the Patriots. They shouldn't have. They fumbled like right in the red zone at the very end, which it was like, ugh. But at the same time, though. I'm okay because, like I said, it's just one loss, right? And those are learning experiences. And you know what? Like, we went to the red zone four times and got three field goals and a touchdown. If you make one of those a touchdown, you win the game. And so the defense looks great. Just change some things on the offense. Other than that, I'm not too worried about them. Um, the Chiefs can still score. They beat the Browns, which was, which was good. Um and then the Rams look good. But my overall impression, though, is the NFC West is stacked. They're all 1-0. They all won. The 49ers look good. Rams look good. Cardinals look really good. 
and then um, the Seahawks look good, and obviously they're not going zero and eight. So you know, yeah, screw I was off. Gonna yeah, screw screw you, ESPN. Um, but no, my Cardinals pick looks like after week one looks kind of good. So I said, man, and it was after... crazy that and it was crazy that Chandler Jones had five sacks in one yeah, game. That's, that's that was crazy. insane. That's ridiculous. That worries me about the Titans, and I picked them to make it in the AFC. But like I said, man, you after you explained it to me, you got me thinking, man, maybe the Cardinals will make it. And especially after the Vikings lost to the Bengals, who I picked as my other like sleeper. Uh, we'll I see. did pick the Bengals to win this week. You did, yes. But, yeah, the, the Niners looked good until they almost choked a huge lead to the Lions. I don't know how they even were able to it come. It was 41-17. And then yeah. next game, no, it's forty-one to thirty-three. I'm like, well, they, yeah, they scored. Two, they, scored they scored two touchdowns in the last in a minute span because they drove down. Yeah, it's crazy the the like the box score of that game. Obviously, I really wanted to watch that and Autumn did too, but like the yeah, it's crazy because it was forty-one to seventeen, as you say. So then they score with like four minutes left, and or no, two minutes left in the fourth and they get a two-point conversion and then they get an a onside kick or whatever recover it and they score with a minute to go it's 41 33 because they also convert that two-point conversion and then Debo Samuel fumbles the ball on a catch and they recover and they drive it all the way down to the 20 and they get stopped and I was like that's just like that's just the Lions so they always either blow a lead or and Auto could vouch this, or they make some magical comeback and didn't fall fall flat, like right there. That's always yeah. what happens. But yeah, that was that was a crazy game. Besides that, which, anyways, that shouldn't have even happened. The Niners looked great. And you're right. The, the NFC West is. <laughs> they look good. And Matthew Stafford with that Rams. Oh offense man, looks really good. That Rams, yeah, that Rams team looks good. They. Man, he Matt Stafford, when I was watching last night, he just had complete control and he was so comfortable. And so that I mean, Rams team after be... after yesterday, I know that we picked our like, you know, our uh playoff teams. After yesterday, I'm pretty confident with all my playoff teams. Like they all look pretty good. Granted, we picked the Packers, they don't look good, but I mean, I think they're better than anyone in the NFC North or whatever. And then um, I mean, my Patriots didn't win. Um, I mean, but even the Bills didn't win either. So, I mean, I still feel confident with all the picks. So, yeah, there wasn't I mean, any one that I was – there wasn't any of them that I was like, dang, I really wish I wouldn't have picked them. I mean, and we still have the Raiders and uh, Ravens yeah. tonight. So, that'll be interesting. But, yeah, you know. it's, it's like you said, it's just one week. So, you can't get ahead of yourselves. Now, that being said, I'm maybe not the most confident in a couple of them, but I already said them, so I'm not going to go – try and change them i'm gonna just yeah own up to what i, I mean i think so. if all of a sudden like week seven eight nine your team still looks bad they're probably be bad for the rest of the season so right. all i'm saying is the nfc north representing everyone's zero and one <laughs> but yeah so then we talked a little bit about the the lions game i want to also bring up the steelers bills i think that was a, a big one i was I know the Steelers have a good defense, but they, like, really shut the Bills down. And I was definitely shocked that they won. You and I thought it was an easy Bills win. And it wasn't. They they lost. What do you make of that? You make it that was more of a maybe – I of course, 
the narrative of it's only being week one. Do you think that's more of the Bills' struggles or the Steelers being that good? What what do you what's your takeaway from that? Mm-hmm. I know it's a, a tough one. I that watched Steelers. I watched a lot of that game, and that Steelers, Steelers defense was so defense good. Is good. Was so good, but the Bills just they didn't look like themselves from last year. I will say, and maybe that's credit to the, the Steelers defense, but. The Bills just didn't look right to me. Like they really, and I, I feel like I barely saw Stefan Diggs get involved in the offense. You know, Agreed. which of course it is Week One, but I didn't really see him out there, like getting a lot of catches. For me, I think it's honestly more that the Steelers were impressive than the Bills' struggles. I think, and that makes me a little nervous because I'm a Ravens fan, obviously, and they're in the same division as us because that's going to be a pain to go up against that defense. Because man, that defense looked so good yesterday, and so that. But yeah, I, I want to hear, hear your thoughts. The, I think it's more the Bills' offense than the Steelers' defense. Like the Steelers' defense is good, um, but I don't think they used. I don't think the Bills used their pieces that they have as much as I wish they would have, or thought they would have. That's right. just my take on it. Yeah. Uh, either way, the Steelers definitely better than expected, and maybe they'll be better than we thought and make the playoffs. We'll see. Next game, I just can't score points, so that's my yeah. I just can't. I don't know. I don't know because they look like this too. I mean, remember, they went 11 and 0, and the next thing you know, they're just garbage. So, and I think to me, the Steelers do play well at the beginning of the season. It'll be interesting to see by week eight or nine who's healthy and what's going on, right? Right, yeah. And we, we, you touched on this a little bit about the Cardinals looking very impressive, which they did. What do you think? What about the other end? How concerned are you about the Titans after this first week? Or do you think they'll they'll figure it out as the season goes on? I think because... they'll figure it out. I, I still don't think they're a playoff team. Um, but I mean they got exposed. I mean, because I mean, we, we knew we knew the defense coming in was skeptical, which it got shown, yeah. but their offense should have been a lot better. And yeah, you know, like you and I thought they had, you know, we and we still I still believe that they have a good offense. That offense, you know, like Derrick Henry was was nowhere to be found as well. Julio Jones was like nowhere to be found. You know, Tannehill had a very mediocre game. He got pressured a lot, obviously got sacked five times by Chandler Jones. So that Titans offense definitely I think I think they'll improve as the season goes on, but they they really did get exposed and they got some stuff to work on. So yes. They really do. Yes they do. I was unfortunately because Tannehill was my quarterback fantasy. It it hurt my team a little bit. So, and it hurt Kevin's pride because Kevin's a Titans fan. So <laughs> that's his favorite team. Kevin, Kevin's a Titans fan? He is because he is a oh. Derrick Henry fan because Kevin likes to play running back when he plays football. And well, he really likes Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry's a good running back. So he's a Titans fan. We, you can ask him about tomorrow if he's there for the podcast. He'll, he'll, he'll back me up. That's the Interesting. truth. He's got, I you know, the, you know how I have that Lamar Jackson shirt? He's got a yeah. Derrick Henry shirt of that same like type of shirt, you know, where it's like oh, the Titans. I didn't and know that. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, now you know oh, wow. Kevin's a Titans fan. So there's oh, your, that's there's kind your... of funny how we all have different teams in our friend group. So there's your fun fact. Yeah, because we have what Lions, Ravens, Titans, Patriots, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chargers, Chargers. Yeah, uh, Packers. Yep, Packers, and I don't know what our team is. He always oh, changes. Bears. 
Oh, yeah. Sorry. Shout Martin. Bears. Didn't look good last night. But that Rams defense is really good, so you got to give them Dang, that's funny how we all have different teams. That's awesome. <laughs> Anyways, next game I want to go over, uh, we'll talk about your boy. Well, he's not your boy, but he went to your school, Zach Wilson. He struggled a little bit in the beginning, kind of picked it up near the end, but they were didn't pretty much do big of a hole to come back. What you what you make of the of Zach Wilson showing and just the Jets uh, in general? I think he looked good. You think so? I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is it is hard whenever you get. I think it said he was pressured on like forty two percent of his dropbacks or whatever. Right. And like, I think it was like thirty five percent of that time there was someone in the backfield with him. So, to me, that's not a oh, that's Zach Wilson's fault. That's a, your O-line is kind of not doing what it's supposed to. And so... And I heard Makai Becton got hurt, too. Yeah, he got hurt on the touchdown throw. Which is a... If you watch... Yeah, but, I mean, Corey Davis looked good. I think him and Corey Davis are going to do great together. Um, I I don't think they're going to beat the Patriots. That, That defense is better than the Panthers. Um... And it's gonna be a it's gonna be a rough first year for him, but I think this will be good growing for him. And you know, if they if the Jets can invest in an O line, then that helps out a lot. That makes it all worth it, you know. Yeah, and, and Sam Darnold played pretty well as well against his former team. Probably a little bit of revenge factoring in there. So, yeah, the. It'll be, I think it'll be, like you said, a, a little bit more of a tougher season. But I think Zach, I like Zach Wilson's potential, even though I don't really like him. But I do think he's going to be a good quarterback. I mean, sure. out of all the rookie quarterbacks that played, him and Mac Jones probably looked the best. Yeah, I mean, the, there's only three that technically played, though, because Trey Lance and Justin Fields didn't play. They, they're not starters yet, yeah. you know. But if – if I had to do it though, if I had to rank them, I'd probably say first was probably Mac. Right. I would second, too. Yeah, Mac exactly. Jones. Second was Wilson. And then and third, third was, was Lawrence. Yeah, definitely. I would, and I even would though agree. none of them got the win and Mac Jones only had one touchdown, you know, um, the thing is, he led multiple drives where they could have scored. It's just dumb penalties literally stopped the Patriots drives like two or three times and then that fumble. So, I mean, cause they were in the red zone. I forget how many times are close to it. I think they were there like six or seven times yesterday, but they only had four like scores from it because one was a fumble and the other two, um, it was like 10 or 15 yard penalties for like holding or like personal fouls. And it's like, Oh, that's how you lose games. And that's why I lost the game. So I feel like we could we could probably have a or at least you could talk about the Patriots for 20, 20 to 30 minutes about the game and and all because you're definitely a, a big Patriots fan and you can go. I mean, that's kind of all I have to I mean, that's kind of all I have to say about it. Like, I'm not worried. Um, no, you know, no, I know you're Bra- not worried. I mean, Brady's Brady's lost his first game in New England several times. You know, it's kind of like, OK, whatever. Right. right? Um, I'm just happy that Mac Jones played well. So, I mean, he looked comfortable and the, and the moment never seemed to get too big for him. Like even when they were down, you know, and they got the ball, he drove them down. I mean, granted they got picked off at the 50, you know, but he'd still, 
methodically drove them down to where they should have scored. And, you know, he didn't turn the ball over. So, I mean, at the end of the day, that's pretty good. I think he had like 250 something yards passing and a touchdown and no, no turnover. So I think that's pretty good. Yeah, it is. I mean, I didn't watch the game, so I don't really have a, an input on that. I do want to – I honestly do have a – I feel like I, we haven't talked about this on the podcast, but out of the rookie quarterbacks this year, who do you think will have the best career? Or who do you think is the best, in your opinion? Best career? Yeah. Of course, career is also determined by the team and situation. Yeah. Um, maybe career, or just maybe not career. Maybe just do like who's the best talented? Why or who do you think is just the best? You know, quarterback. Like, you um, know, I'm gonna give you I my think, answer. I, I mean, my okay. answer is not the. It's I'm going there. Zach. I'm going Trey Lance. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's that's who I think. Yeah, I Zach think Wilson. Though I think one. I think Zach will probably be will be second though. I think he's better than Trevor Lawrence. And I think Trey Lance is I do too. Who honestly, I think Trey Lance is better than Trevor Lawrence. Which I, is I probably... think it'll go Zach, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Trey Lance, and then Justin Fields. But I think they're all close. I don't think there's one that's like, oh, he was really bad. Like I think they're all super close. So I mean I I think they all will have at least 10 years. I That's really, what I think. I, could, I, I, think, I think this draft class, I mean, the, those top quarterbacks are all really good, and usually you have maybe one or two of those guys in a draft class, and there was five. So that's what I think. I really wish that, but I know that the team knows better than me, but I really wish like Trey Lance and Justin Fields were starting as well, honestly, especially Trey Lance. I think he's a really exciting player. But I mean, I, I know I think, you I think, on your fantasy team, but that's, I think that's Jimmy why. did play a uh, he did. I do. Jimmy played a good game, and so I also like Jimmy. I still think he's better than Trey. Um, but yeah. if I don't think Trey will start this year, um, oh. if Jimmy somehow leads them to like the conference championship or like Super Bowl, I don't know if you can put Trey in. You know. But maybe you do, and then Jimmy gets to say, "Cool, now someone's gonna pay me money and do that." But I really like Jimmy, so Jimmy G. I I'm hoping for I could I could see that, and I could see Trayvon starting in in three weeks if Jimmy G just slumps or gets hurt. I don't know. I I just think like and yeah, I, I have on my fancy team, which definitely is a risk because he might not even start so i might have to drop him eventually but i feel like if he starts his potential is very very high i don't know i just think he's very electric but yeah all right i just wanted to i was curious about your your answer about the rookie quarterbacks they are exciting to watch all right the next email i want to talk about yeah is the chiefs and browns i got a good handful of that game good spoonful of that game it's pretty much what i watched because the packers saints almost such a blowout you know, yeah. the Chiefs-Browns game was a good game. You know, I don't – I wasn't happy that I picked the Chiefs to win, but at least I was right. <laughs> and yeah. I will say that the Browns did look good, but just the Chiefs, man, that – like, you know, they, they to, had the to momentum. Me, I kind of – I kind of got, like, um, like playoff-type vibes from oh, that yeah. game. Oh, yeah. 
I definitely so I could, have playoff vibes. I, I mean, they're both playoff teams, and if that's the AFC Championship game and it's a game like that, I don't think you can be mad with it. It's just, man, you forget that that Chiefs. It's so frustrating because, like, you know, I'm not a Chiefs fan, and you have to. Well, we have to deal with it a lot down here in, in Springmo, and man, but like Mahomes, just they just always drive down the field. Like he, they, that offense is so hard to stop. It's always like seems like first down passes to Kelsey or Hill. And what was, you know, it was what, 29 to 20. And I think the, the Browns had the ball and then they got stopped. So they had to punt it. And then a Mahomes to Tyree Kill, 75 yard touchdown, one play. And the whole game was just completely after that. It just completely turned in the Chiefs' favor because then the crowd got really into it. The Browns had a, had a three and out. They had to punt again, but they, they met, they missed, they whiffed the punt. The punter dropped it. And he got uh, tackled, so they obviously turned it over on downs right in the red zone, and the Chiefs scored like instantly. And then it's just you know that was pretty much ball game. We like you know it's just that's what the Chiefs have the ability to do, and we we saw it in their their Super Bowl run against the Texans and also the Titans, but especially against the Texans when they were down twenty four nothing and they just burst it burst it out on explosion, and they have the ability to do that, and that makes them so difficult to beat which obviously the Buccaneers well, were, were able to weather that storm in the Super Bowl, but the Chiefs still have that explosion type of, you know, explosion type of play that they can still, you know, bring out in the game. And it, it showed last night or yesterday in that game. And it was funny too, because um, in uh, a post today, Mahomes just asked about it and he goes, you have – have you seen that meme? He goes, this is definitely the meme, you know, when it's like, oh, he's somewhere, you know, like, oh, F it, he's somewhere. He goes, that's exactly what I did with Tyreek on that play. I was like, well, he's somewhere and just slung it. I, I mean, it was ridiculous watching it live because I was kind of like distracted because I was looking at something else and I kind of saw him like, because it, you know, it was the first down to start with drive. And then like, I looked up right as I saw him sling it and I was like, oh, he's going to Tyreek hundred percent. And then I see Tyreek go up and get the jump ball. The guy falls and then I see him just, walk into the end zone and I'm like what just happened it was in a span of five seconds and I was like man that's that's ridiculous like that's so crazy it's and then and then the crowd's just going nuts and then the oh they're all doing that and it's so loud the camera was like especially after the guy dropped the punt when it showed the camera like on something it was like shaking because it was so loud and I was like oh my gosh I was like, they're totally yeah. gonna score. They scored in like one or two plays to Travis Kelsey. Yeah, and I was like, oh, dude, it's the, the it's over. The Chiefs are gonna win. I just I just had a feeling. It was it was nuts. Like, yeah, crazy man. But what a what a good game. The Browns really did. I thought for like, I actually I still thought the Chiefs would win. We're gonna win, even though the Browns had the lead. You know, they're up by eleven twice in the game. I still thought the Chiefs were gonna win. Maybe just not how it actually happened but yeah the Browns played really well and it was such a good game like you said I I hope that's a playoff matchup because I think that'd be a really good really good play like AFC championship that'd be you know be great that'd be fun that was a good sad Browns still haven't won week one since 2004 this was their best best shot at least they had the best team for it but they had to go up against one of the toughest teams so it just Mm -hmm. wasn't there especially at Arrowhead which made a huge difference. And I remember this makes me think when we did predictions on Friday and you said the Browns and I said, it's at Arrowhead. You went, Oh, it's at Arrowhead. 
And like you kind of maybe maybe think you like, oh shoot. And like that really did have a role, I feel like, in the outcome of that game. Mm-hmm. If it was in Cleveland, maybe the Browns win, you know? Like, yeah, having the having crowds back is gonna be home field advantage is gonna be really vital again. This past year was a little different because there wasn't really any fans. So, you know, like it wasn't home field advantage wasn't really a thing. But you know, now that it's, it's back, it's gonna be you know a lot more desirable for these teams because you really can't feed off that home crowd. <sighs> My guy, you look like you're you're about to fall asleep. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, I'm just, good. I'm just as, listening, bro. As you're just hearing I'm me to your takes, hear me ramble on about the the good old Chiefs. I guess uh, I'm just I'm just listening because I just, need to. Uh, you know, I, it's not good when some cuts people off. So I'm just listening, just seeing what your take yeah, is. Yeah, there's I, nothing I haven't disagreed with you on, anyways, to jump in because it is a home field advantage. And like when you said it was at Arrowhead, I was gonna change my like guess, but then I was like more my prediction. But I was like, you know what? Like maybe the Browns can do it. So I'll just pick the Browns. And you are picking the Chiefs, so I was like, I'll just pick the Browns. You know, <laughs> but like when you said Arrowhead, I was like okay maybe maybe the i was like mm, okay she's probably do win that one you know that crowd is insane but yeah i i sometimes i cut you off i do want to apologize for that oh no I you're just, good i do the same thing so that's why i've been trying to just listen you know and and get that because then you know not only can our listeners you know hear what you're saying then i can also then have a better argument or a better opinion or say something that maybe i might have missed if you were you know being cut off by myself Right. Yeah, I have a bad habit of cutting off people. So I've been trying to improve on that the last couple of years, I would say. It's not just you. It's it's if anyone's talking and something pops in my head. I just have a bad habit of voiding something out that's on my mind. So I don't want to forget about it. But yeah, mm-hmm. so Chiefs get the win. I'm just glad Sam was in there. So I didn't have to do with him. That's one thing I'm not looking forward to uh, at the apartment on Sundays is when the Chiefs are on and Sam's going, Oh, like, oh my gosh I'm, like, Frick, I'm just gonna change it to the other game <laughs> just so i don't have to listen to that but yeah then hmm, i guess the yeah we could talk a little bit more about the well one last game i want to talk about a little more is the the rams the rams game man yeah, yeah we Matt, can do rams and then Matt we Stafford. can just give our predictions for tonight's game and probably call it good. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, we already did technically give predictions. So oh, did oh we, we did. did didn't we? We both said Ravens, right? We did. Okay. But, oh yeah, I forgot we did that. Yeah. But yeah, the Bears and Rams. The Rams look probably as almost as good as advertised. I would say. You know, their their defense. I would say was, if, if they're not as good as advertised, they're probably better. Honestly, like that defense, I mean, was swarming and just good. Somehow, then, though, I mean the I mean the offense was so good. But somehow, David Montgomery still had a good game for the Bears, which I know is, it's funny because I thought he was going to be my worst scoring running back, and he was my best by a, a good chunk too. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. So you continue on with the Rams. Oh. I just think it was good. I mean, Van Jefferson looked good. The running, uh, the wide receiver out of Florida, and then Cup looked good. Woods looked good. I don't know. Stafford just makes the offense just a lot more dynamic, and so 
I think it's a good fit for him, good fit for McVay, good fit for the Rams in general. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, Mm -hmm. after that game last night, I mean, because the Bears usually have a really good defense, you know, um, it made me feel pretty confident about me picking them to be the uh, champs of the NFC West, you know. So I felt pretty – I felt good. I was like, you know what, that looks like a good pick right now, you know, so – yeah, I when I saw the Mets, you know, the Rams give a lot for Matt Stafford, but I mean, you can see why. Because mm-hmm. I think him and a, I when he they made that trade, I was like, man, that's such a good trade for the Rams. As much as it sucked for him to leave the Lions, you know, because Lions are like my second favorite team now. I, I I have a soft spot for him. It's I was like, man, he's going to do so much better there than he did with Detroit because him and a Sean McVay offense is going to be so. So good, you know. I think Sean McVay was limited a little bit because of Jared Goff at quarterback, but now he has Matt Stafford, mm-hmm. who I think is very underrated in terms of arm talent. You know, he can he's yeah. gonna throw somewhere to Patrick Mahomes with like slinging it, you know, like sidearms and and no looks, and like he can you know throw it deep. I think this opens up the playbook way more. And like, too. think if Cam Akers didn't get hurt as well, but if they had like still him as a running back. Like, that offense would be so, so good. Now, Daryl Henderson isn't bad. You know, like, he's still a good option, but he's not Cam Akers. So, like, that was definitely a blow. But still, like, I'm just excited for Matt Stafford. I think he's going to have a good year. I really thought about drafting him in fantasy. I didn't. I'm wondering if I'm going to regret that because I, I took Tannehill over him. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if I regret that. But, hey, at least I got Cooper Cup, who had the most targets by far. So, that's what I'm talking about. Matt Stafford likes his like likes himself some cup, likes himself some Cooper. But yeah, it, it was yeah. I mean, this, the offense just looked so good, and he was you know 156 rating. Like it was yeah. I I'm a little I'm a little yeah. Now I'm not as confident about the Niners winning the NFC West anymore. I think the Rams might take it, but I did say the Niners, so I'm still going to go with that as my pick. But I'm super excited for the Rams, especially for Matt Stafford, because this is going to be – it's going to really – I feel like this will show how good he could be, you know, because he didn't really get to do that in Detroit because they, they didn't really build a good, great team around him. And even though he had Megatron all those years, still they just weren't able to get anything done. And I'm just glad now that he's going to get, I think, a really good chance to, like, show – how good he is. Cause I think he's a probably borderline top 10 quarterback, honestly. Yeah. And I mean, I would say for so. me, I think my top four teams after this week, I don't, I'm not going to do an order cause I don't know yet, you know, but top 14 after this week is probably, probably Rams Cardinals. Whoa. Cardinals. Uh, okay. I'll do top five. Yeah. Cardinals. Chiefs, Chiefs, yeah. Even in the loss, I'm gonna say the Browns, and then Buccaneers. Those are probably my top five. So wait, so what, what were your first two again? Sorry, I honestly blanked out. Rams and Cardinals. Okay, Rams, Cardinals, Chiefs, Chiefs Browns, Browns, Bucks. Okay, that's respectable. That's respectable. I honestly would agree with you. Those are probably the. Yeah, those are probably my top five too. Like honestly, um, yeah. I mean, the, I think the the Seahawks are are close, but not top five because they did look pretty good 
but mm-hmm. I don't think they're top five, but they're probably around like six, seven range, eight, maybe. Yeah. I mean, even the Steelers to me, I mean, yeah, Steelers I mean, it's are hard. There's Steelers are good too. Probably top 10 as well. Um, yeah. You know, and then the Seahawks look good. Um, I don't know about the Eagles yet because they did play Atlanta and Atlanta's not good. So I'm still debating, but Eagles might be pretty decent. Um, but I would maybe even put the Cowboys maybe in that top 10, maybe. Yeah, but, I'm, then, I'm, we got to see how they the do. Other game, the other game, though, that was under what was low-key good was Chargers and Washington. It was a good that game. That was a good game. So, And I think both those teams are very much improved and played really good. The Cowboys and the football team will be a good battle for the NFC East, I feel like. I do, too. Definitely. And, I mean, we can't count the Eagles. I mean, of course, they played the Falcons, but they – they did destroy them, so yeah, they beat them they pretty easily. Business. So we'll see how they do too. You know, they're kind of the, the the dark horse in the NFC East, definitely, or should I say NFC least? But yeah, the one thing, last thing I want to talk touch on with the NFL this week one was yeah, what the heck happened to the Packers? Like this was Aaron Rodgers' worst game of his career. One at least one of the worst three. I don't know if it's the worst of his career, but man, it was awful. And I, some of the comments I saw were like, he's doing this on purpose, blah, blah, blah. Because, <laughs> you know, because of the whole last dance thing. And I was like, that's so dumb. But I don't yeah. think it on purpose. I think the Saints have a better defense than what people thought. But also, I don't know if um, – oh, also they had two rookies for the O-line for Rodgers. And so that didn't help. Um, so – and. Yeah, to me, the, they just looked, like, not ready. They didn't look ready no, as a team. They, they looked no. not there. They looked lazy. Which, this might wake them up. Be like, you know what? We don't want to go through that again, so let's play some football, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, just to me, like, Aaron Rodgers just looked lazy, you know? Like, he just didn't look that engaged to me, personally. Yeah. And, I, I it's, and you know, the running game was non-existent as well. And I think it showed and how they played and their performance. So they definitely need a that. It's good that I guess it happened week one because you can also change a lot by then. But they needed a wake up call because they do. Man, they got blown out. <laughs> it was it'll it was ter- it was terrible. It'll be interesting to see too because tomorrow on the Pat McAfee show they do Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays, and so he'll join them on the show on really? Tuesday. Yeah, and so he'll talk probably about it and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see what. Oh, so yeah. I know I know this is our podcast, no notes podcast. Hmm. But if you like our podcast, um, you might like one that's maybe a little bit more professional, has more bigger guests than we do. Um, it's just the Pat McAfee show. Um, but it's really good. And that'll be interesting. I'm excited to listen to that tomorrow just to see what he says. And we can talk about that on Friday, of course, um, and go through that. But it'll be good, it'll be good to hear. Maddie B is a uh... You know, it's even though we have this podcast and I love it, I don't really listen to podcasts, so I don't know like too too many. So this guy over here has got all your podcast needs. If you're interested in ones that are more, prof- yeah, as he said, more professional than ours, because we're just too yeah, like too Pat, average Pat Joe's. Good. And then during basketball season, I listen to Bill Simmons. I listen to his podcast. So, but yeah, but back to Aaron Rodgers. That was his first pick, and he had a pick in the red zone, which was his first since, like, 2019. He only threw five interceptions all of last year, and he's already almost halfway there after one game. And 
I, I see. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy when, how great he was last year. And then he just comes up with this goose egg. His, I think his QBR was like 31. I believe he said 32. And they said, if you throw yep, every single exactly. pass into the dirt, it's like a 39. <laughs> yeah. I was and like, Oh geez. He did worse than that. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> let me see what his rating was. 36.8. Oh no. Oh man. Well, I want to actually real quick. I know we're going to do this tomorrow. We're going to have a, and it's going to be all about fantasy football and our teams and all, but I do want to do a little preview about it. Talk a little bit about fantasy to wrap up this podcast, you know, put a little bit of icing on the cake, a little bit about fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Aaliyah's team of Packers didn't do very good this week. And it's funny. She's only projected like 74 points and, and I know it's half PPR, but it's still PPR. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want to just give, uh, not too much. You know, I don't want to, want to talk about too much. We still have a game to play, but a little bit of a recap about our thoughts about your team and how performed week one and all that. Um, I mean, I'm still in the hunt for a W. So, I mean, you can't be too upset whenever your team does that. Overall, it's good. Definitely some roster moves I'm going to make. Puts people on the bench. Puts oh. people not on the bench. Um Okay. But yeah, I won't get into it too much. We can talk about it more tomorrow. But I mean, overall, it's pretty good. It's just good to have to fall back. So, is there a. I, I hope Sam can make it tomorrow because then you two could probably go at it in terms of trash talking. You can probably do it now. But is there anything you want to say to Sam about uh, the matchup this week or, you know, anything you want to say? Because you know who he is. Um, <laughs> He's I mean, a trash talker. You two are probably the biggest egos in fantasy, I would say. So. Um, I mean, the thing is, is right now he has a lead. I feel confident <laughs> with having a quarterback and he has a kicker. So, I mean, I'm, I'm shocked. He hasn't said anything in like the chat about like how he took the lead on you or whatever, or like how you're well, going to take this it, out. Well it's, well, it's probably because he knows I have Lamar and all he has is the kicker. I mean, it's like for me, like Russell Wilson had, I think almost close to 30 points or whatever. Right. Right. But, and I had the kicker for them, and it was four points. All they do is score touchdowns. If all they do is score touchdowns, Sam doesn't win. So, I mean, <laughs> there's just – there's a yeah. lot going on. And so, you know, Sam. tomorrow we'll see who gets – you know, if I lose, I'm just going to be freaking destroyed by Sam. And you know what? That's okay. That's what, <laughs> this is, that's what, that's what fantasy's for. But, you uh, yeah, know, I think we'll he's see. I think he's scared of you, too, because he knows that you're Matt, you know, and you've got a good team and you you always seem to crush him when you guys play, you know. So yeah, I don't I mean, think he wants to run his mouth against you, but he'll do it against any of us. I think he was surprised at how good Tyreek Hill did yesterday because that was kind of his saving grace, because if if that touchdown doesn't happen, that's 13, 14, 15, that's 15 points. He's he lost. So, I mean, <laughs> it's just OK. You know, it's like, OK. Yeah, to give a little bit of clarification, Matt and Sam, who's actually was a guest host for us, uh, week five to fill in for Matt. I said week five, episode five. And so they both have a player tonight for the Ravens Raiders Monday Night Football. Matt has Lamar Jackson and Sam has Justin Tucker, and he's only up seven. So, and then I guess the... The other two, these two are decided, but then I'm still in the hunt as well against Eric, the Booth Bananas. <laughs> That's his team name. 
he honestly deserves the win. I don't deserve the win. His team did pretty good. My team sucked some, some cheeks. So I might have to go back to the drawing board. I'm not, not too worried. I think guys just didn't play as well as they could, but I'm down 27 and I have Darren Waller playing. So if Darren Waller scores 28 points, I'll win. So I'll make sure to let you guys know about that. And you'll find out if I win tomorrow, obviously. So I have, I mean, Cooper Cup and Dave Montgomery put me in the position to even have a chance because I was down like, I was projected like 40 or 50, no, like 50 points less than him or something. But then they had great games, so now I actually have a, a chance. But, yeah, so I'm still in the hunt. And then Charlie Brown and Martin also are kind of in the hunt, but it should be a Martin dub because he's only down five and he still has Josh Jacobs and Daniel Carlson. Although Josh Jacobs is limited, I guess, with like an illness, so he might not be that good. But you think Martin will take the cake? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, he's only down five. He's still a running back and a kicker. So if he doesn't, then that's that's unfortunate. <laughs> but like I said, we'll, we'll get more into that tomorrow, more in depth, because by then all the results will be in and teams will have won, teams will have lost, and we'll probably trash talk each other. So make sure to, if you want to listen to that, you know, make sure to check out the Spotify and the Apple podcast because it's only available there. And... As always, though, this episode, you know, Mondays and Fridays are still on YouTube as well as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So make sure to check that out. Also follow the Instagram down below for content on our social media, essentially. And I guess you can find Matt and I's personal accounts through that account. So, yeah, whatever you, you know, make sure you guys check it out. And thank you again for listening and supporting the podcast. We have a blast doing it. Is there anything you want to say before we go? Um, hopefully get the dub tonight, <sighs> fantasy. But, um, no, thanks for listening there is, and being awesome and appreciate it. I mean, yeah, there's one last thing I will say. I wouldn't mind Darren Waller doing good, but what's more important than that is a Ravens W. So let's go, Lamar. I'm rooting for your team because I want Lamar to do good. And also – it's two a season, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I just had to say that to end it. All right. Well, peace, guys. See you later. See have, you a good, guys. have a good rest of your day. And we'll, we'll talk to you guys technically tomorrow and then also Friday. So, yeah. See ya.